Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's an old home with a lot of history. I just see a lot of dead bodies all over the place. It was like terror just kind of took over my body. Whoa. I got like pushed out and it scared me. I was pretty skeptical, but not now, not after that experience. I'm scared to death of what may happen next. She's a bad girl, like she likes to scare people. Men lost their lives. Some of them were literally incinerated. So it was a terrible way to go. His head was cracked. There's something down there. <gasps> My name is Amy Allen. A lot of dead people are here. I see dead people. This is not good. I speak to dead people. He is very pissed off. And they speak to me. The house is angry. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. He's killed people. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. He got shot at his house, and I know every person, every house has secrets. Aren't you terrified being here? It's my job to reveal them. That sounds like something out of the exorcist. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. It's bad. When we uncover, if it's safe for you to stay, I'd like some answers. Or time to get out. Amy and I never crossed paths during our investigations. I dig into the property's history, uncovering secrets from its past. After we're done, we meet with our clients and give them answers. But we never know if we'll deliver good news or bad. I'm in the mountains above Reno, Nevada, entering an old mining town called Virginia City. Population 856, and that's including me. A woman named Debbie called us in because of some disturbing things happening at the Mackey Mansion where she works. 
This mansion has been turned into a museum, and several visitors have run out of there completely terrified. Debbie thinks she may be crazy for sticking around. She's pretty shaken up, and she's hoping we can find her some answers. Before Amy enters a location, I cleared of anything that could be leading information. This museum has a lot of photographs, so it's important that I remove them all to avoid influencing Amy during her walk. There's a fire. Somebody help me. Okay. There's a lot of dead people here. So I'd say that this town is pretty freaking active. As soon as I arrived, dozens of dead people surrounded me, all wanting to share their stories. I just see a lot of dead bodies all over the place. It's really bad. So, Debbie, what's going on here that you needed to call us in? Well, I'm a tour guide, and we seem to be having some unusual activity happening here, and it's getting more and more frequent. We're hearing things, we're seeing things, objects are moving, and it really scares me. What exactly is the Mackey Mansion? Well, the Mackey Mansion was where John Mackey had his mining office. He made quite a bit of money up here during his day. And this was where all his businesses took place. And now it's a museum? Yes. Why are you staying? I love this too much. And how often in life do you find a job that you love to do? Are you concerned for your safety? Yeah, because I don't know who or what it may be, what it wants, and, and it just makes you feel like it, what it wants isn't going to be good. There's a little girl who runs around the place. She's got long brown hair. It's curled and put up with a bow. Brown eyes, chubby little face. I want to say like seven, but uh, she's got problems. So Debbie, what's going on in here? Well, a lot of people have reported seeing the spirit of a little girl up here. So one night, some friends and I decided to come in here and make contact with her, let her know that we know she's here. I just kind of said, you know, if you're here, can you give us some kind of sign? And this toy box right here, the lid, all of a sudden comes falling down. This blanket that's right here starts going up and over this guy's shoulder all on its own. He's sitting right in front of the toy box. I mean, this is heavy. It is. And this got pulled up. The blanket started coming out. I don't know. I think I would have been out of here in a New York minute. I don't think I would have stuck around. The little girl's running around, laughing. Ha <laughs> ha! She likes to jump on things. 
She likes to hide in things. She's a little rascal. People would get nervous from this. So do people experience her doing things? I would think that they would. If you're in bed, you might feel her like crawl on the bed. She's in the wardrobe and you hear a little She's bad. So Debbie, what have you experienced down here? I was on a tour and all of a sudden the shadowy figure just appeared by the gazebo. And it had like these glowing eyes. It was like terror just kind of took over my body and I, I couldn't move. Now, have you seen him close? Yes. Every time it's been seen now, it's coming closer and closer to the house. There's a big old guy, pretty tall dude. Uh, you know, he likes to kind of freak people out, you know? I'm seeing a large dead man moving within the shadows. It feels like he's stalking me, like he's waiting to attack. And I know I'm not the first person he's done this to. Big guy's not so nice, like, Evil probably just looks like a big, dark, scary thing. He works really hard at being seen. I don't like this place. I don't like it at all. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's a big old guy, which probably just looks like a big, dark, scary thing maybe to most people. He likes to freak people out, you know? Debbie's told me all about the bizarre things that she's been seeing at the Mackey Mansion. 
but I can't hang the entire case on a single eyewitness. So I'm going to meet with a woman who allegedly had a terrifying experience while taking a tour at the mansion. So Valerie, when did you take the tour here? I took the tour six months ago. What happened on the tour? We started to walk and I was the last one in the back. All of a sudden, I hear what sounded like footsteps. And I just happened to glance over and I saw this tall shadow man and he stopped, turned around and looked at me with these evil looking glowing eyes. Did he, did he say anything? Did you hear anything? He didn't say anything. He just glared me down with these eyes. Valerie, after this thing disappeared, what did you do? I dropped to my knees and started crying. I was very hysterical and very scared. I had nightmares. It made me wake up every hour, every night, and I couldn't sleep. I want to face my fears, but at the same time, I'm scared to death of what may happen next, what he might do next. You okay? Yeah. What's going on? Felt like a impact. Somebody shoving, pushing. Okay. Something about the ground. Because it absorbed a lot of death. This is really, really bad. Both Debbie and Valerie have seen a shadow figure stalking the grounds of the Mackey Mansion. Now I'm on my way to speak with a third witness who says he had a similar encounter. So, Tom, when did you take Debbie's tour? Uh, it's back in, uh, I would say, November 2009. Okay, what happened on that tour? Down by the gazebo there, I saw a shadow figure. So I kind of hung back, you know, seeing if I could see it again. And then all of a sudden, it felt like I was covered in lead, you know, just heavy, you know, and um, trying to move, and I just couldn't. At that point, I was panicking pretty good. And I said to it, you know, let me go, you know, talk to me or let me go. And it was like a, like a light breeze that just lifted off of me. So I was pretty skeptical, you know, then, but uh, not now, not after that experience. Whoa. What's wrong? I don't like that room. What's wrong with the room? It's like very dangerous. It was like I walked in and it felt like I got like pushed out. And there was like this wall of like, like a wall of darkness. And then I just felt like I was being pushed out. And it scared me. I got to start digging deeper into the Mackey Mansion's past, especially about the man who built it, John Mackey. And in a town this small, the best place to start is with a local historian. As you know, I'm investigating the Mackey Mansion in Virginia City. Yes. What I don't know a lot about is Virginia City itself. By 1859, we had thousands of people coming in with this discovery of gold and silver. People from around the world were rushing over here to make their fortunes. Mining's dangerous today. How was it then? 
Were there any tragedies close to the Mackey Mansion? Um, there were. Um, the, the way the, the town is, all the mines are underneath. The worst one is the Yellow Jacket mine fire. That was 1868. Firemen were trying to save people, but because of the heat and the smoke, ultimately they had to uh, close off the, the mine shafts. 38 people actually died. There's like 40 guys. They're in a group, they're, they're panicked. Do you know why? I think it's work-related. What can you tell me about John Mackey? Well, he was an Irish immigrant who came to America in the early 1840s. Uh, he was broke and had to work in the mines at $4 um, a day and became one of the wealthiest men in the world. What can you tell me about Mackey's family? His wife, Louise, her first husband, he was a dentist, but by 1863, he died from an overdose and so left her alone with a small daughter. So how she wind up with Mackey? His mining partner introduced him. Okay, and at some point they must have lived in the mansion together. Yes, and he adopted her uh, four or five-year-old daughter that um, had a disability. She had to wear braces on her legs, um, but he was wonderful and, and treated her as his own. There's a little girl, same girl as before. She's a bad girl. Like, she likes to scare people. I guess she's just playing? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's just playing, but she's out of control, you know? She looks healthy, but she wasn't. So when she meets uh, John Mackey, he's not wealthy. But she was accustomed to, I guess, a lifestyle of living with a doctor. She definitely always felt that she deserved a, a decent a lifestyle. She enjoyed the finer things. So she wanted to live in the big city and not in a remote mining town. Yes. You know, what you're telling me, I'm curious, what kind of a marriage did they have? They wanted different things. He was a miner, and you can tell that he loved her, but she just felt that this was not the town to be in. So she decided to move to Paris. Lots of yelling here, a lot of yelling. And it's between a woman and a man, mostly. What about the man? What is his relationship to her? They're married. A lot of hatred. She leaves a lot traveling. She's a nasty, she's a nasty, nasty lady. There is a cruel woman who will not leave me alone. She keeps appearing in front of me, trying to bully me, and I can tell she enjoys it. She's like laughing. It's cold. Physically, like, just, she's right here. She's like, The second I say I don't like this nasty woman, she gives me an icy touch. I think she does this to living people in the house, too. She's destructive. I don't like her. She's creepy. She doesn't have a soul. She's so This whole town is connected by 600 miles of underground tunnels, where thousands of miners died horrible deaths. So I'm headed over to meet a guy who knows the mining history in this town inside and out. 
there could be a connection here. So Ron, I was talking to a local historian and uh, she mentioned that there was a lot of mining disasters here. Mining was extremely dangerous. You were working down as deep as 32 or 3300 feet below the ground. And in many cases, 135 degree temperatures. I was wondering, were any of those disasters close to the Mackey Mansion? Yes, one about uh, 100 yards uh, from the Mackey Mansion, got the Gould Curry shaft. Fire broke out and 11 men lost their lives. Some of them were literally incinerated. Who caused the fire? They never determined that. The air went very quickly and they probably died within a matter of hours. They simply died of suffocation, so it was a terrible way to go. Right here, this area, under the ground, something happened and that something on this ground was bad or was worse before. It's worse, it was worse before. Just feel like a lot of death. And I also see a lot of bodies on the ground. Did you know anyone who died in these mining disasters? My great-grandfather died at the 3,000-foot level in 1880, and he was 29. Can I ask how he died? Something slipped off of the cage that hauled uh, material up and down, and he was unfortunate enough to be at the bottom of that. It decapitated him, and it killed a couple of other fellows right at that time, and then another one died later. Oh, my God. One guy, he had his head broken. Yuck. Uh, his head was cracked. There's like all these men. There's probably like 40 guys. They're all in pain. That's all I can get off of them because nobody's uh, well enough to talk. These men are still in their death state, which means they're reliving their deaths over and over again. And they're in too much pain to communicate with me. I feel bad. With so many men dying in these underground mines, Virginia City might as well be built on a graveyard. But my witnesses aren't seeing men. They're seeing a young girl and a shadow figure. The girl could be Mackie's stepdaughter, but how do I ID a shadow? All I can do is keep finding death surrounding this place and see if Amy can make sense of it. Turns out a pretty gruesome murder took place right next to the mansion in the 1800s. The victim, a prostitute named Julia Bulet. This Julia Bulet homicide's got my attention. According to maps, her body was discovered in our home not far from the Mackey Mansion. I'm headed over to talk to an historian who's been obsessed with this case for years. I'm hoping she can tell me exactly what happened. Julia Bulette was a prostitute that was murdered in January 20th, 1867. She was a very well-loved and uh, famous prostitute. The motive was robbery. All of her belongings uh, were taken. Being that she was a high-end prostitute back in those days, would she have servicemen in her house or would she go to their home? 
she did service a lot of the men in her house, probably a lot of the minor men, but she probably serviced uh, many of the mine superintendents as well. I know the Mackey Mansion used to be a boarding house for superintendents before John Mackey bought it. And given Julia Bulette's popularity with the men in town, I have no doubt that she had her own key. Yeah, it's very possible. How old was she at the time of her death? She was 34. There was a guy around here. He wanders around the town. He wanders around in here. He was killing ladies. This one lady he killed was 30s, 40s. What do you know about the actual physical damage to her? She was found laying on her left side in the bed, um, and she had two uh, blunt force traumas to the head, and then she had a pillow placed over her face. Was somebody arrested in this case? Yes, there was a gentleman named John Milan who was arrested. Okay, was he a local? Um, no, he was a French drifter. He, like, didn't live here uh, or anywhere around here. He'd travel all over. He was like a roamer. She was crazy. Did Milan ever go to trial? Yes, John Milan uh, did go to trial. The trial lasted only two days. Did he admit to it? He admitted to having been there at her property, uh, but claimed that he was with two other gentlemen who actually did the attack. Was he convicted? Yes, he was sentenced to hang. It was quite the spectacle. I would say the majority of the town turned out. There were two days in Virginia City's history that the bars were closed. One was the day of her funeral, and the other was the day that her killer was hanged. I'm seeing hanging around here. Okay. There's some wacko guy hanging, swinging in the breeze, swinging in the breeze. What's he hanging from? A tree, I think. I don't know. And maybe symbolic, it's psychic, so. Images of a hanging are flashing through my mind. I'm seeing a picture of what happened here, and this execution had everyone's attention. Something about justice. Like, I just see the word justice. I came across a lot of dead people during my walk, but the nasty woman with the icy cold touch is standing over me, and she's demanding that I sketch her the way she sees herself. She would be mid-30s to early 40s. What shape? was her face. Her face is round. She has very thin lips. Was the lower lip as thin as the upper lip? It's a little bit larger than the upper lip. She's really angry, and she wants to look a certain way. Her hair is dark. Eyelashes are dark. Is this who you saw? Yes. Over the last several days, Amy and I have been conducting completely separate investigations. 
Tonight will be the first time we reveal our findings. Debbie is the tour guide here. Uh, she loves this job and she doesn't want to leave it, but she's having some experiences that has her a little frightened. Valerie uh, was actually took a tour here, and during the tour, she was traumatized to the point where she didn't sleep for two weeks. She had nightmares. She needs answers. She wants to face her fears and find out what's going on here. So that's why they called us in. So that being said, maybe Amy could tell us about a walk. I saw this crazy guy who was killing a lot of women. You know, he did all this, strangled these women, mutilated them. It wasn't just one, one lady. It makes me feel sick. He was like a roamer. He was killing ladies and he was crazy. You know, Amy, that sounds a lot like the Julia Bulette case. Before John Mackey had lived here, this was the home for the superintendents. Most of the time, they didn't even have their wives with them. So the chances of Julia Bulette, who was a prostitute, literally a couple blocks from here, servicing the men in this house is pretty good. There's a picture of her. She was 34 when she was murdered, literally a couple of blocks from here, uh, by a drifter. Wow. She was bludgeoned about the head uh, blunt force trauma, and she was strangled to death. And when they found that they had, there was a pillow over her face also. So this guy, John Millian, who I have a photo of, when he murdered her, I guess he wanted to make sure she was dead. And it wasn't the first time he did it. I also saw hanging. Hmm. Hanging from a tree, like swaying. I did mean? see the, the word justice. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. He was convicted in two days of her murder, but it took a year before he was hanged. What I saw was residual energy, like a piece of a movie replaying over and over. I saw a man killing women, but I couldn't make out his features. I also saw hanging. So now this all makes sense. What else did you see? This woman who was extremely angry and she was yelling at her husband. Um, she apparently had had a much better lifestyle before she moved here and went with him. And she was missing that upscale lifestyle. And she was standing by me and she put her arm in my arm and it was like ice cold. She's like destructive. Um, I don't like her. She's right here. She's like ice. She's like ice. Debbie, let me ask you a question though. On the tours you do, has anybody ever described that to you? Oh yeah, people all the time will say, you know, oh, my God, it's so freezing cold right here, and they'll move one foot and it's gone. She used to travel a lot, and she was just a nasty, nasty lady. I don't really like her. Mackie. The woman you described sounds awfully like Louise Mackie, the wife of John Mackie, who the mansion's named after. He lived here. 
He's an immigrant from Ireland. He came here, worked four dollars a day as a miner, and later on became one of the richest men in America. And he married a woman named Louise. They lived here, but she hated Virginia City. She didn't like it. She felt she was above it. Uh, she came from a pretty upper-class uh, background, and the marriage wasn't really much. I mean, she spent most of her time in Paris, uh, so they didn't really have a great marriage. Uh, I see that look on your face. What is it? Um, well, actually, I sketched her. All I remember about the sketch is that she made me do her hair in this, like, ridiculous curly hairstyle that took forever for the artist to do. What did you mean she made you? She was throwing fit. While you were doing the sketch? Yeah. You girls look at this. Not a happy lady. That's pretty good. It has the same scowl look. She's got that same look. I mean, in the eyes, you know, just not, not happy. It's like a combination of both. Mm -hmm. hmm. And she does not like people here. Hates it. Even though she hated the place herself? Well, yeah. Anything she thought she owned, she owns. This is her space. This woman may have hated this place in life, but I'm not surprised she came back here in death. The dead often come back to the locations that had the most meaning in their lives. So when, if Debbie comes in with a tour with somebody like Valerie, I mean, she doesn't like that? No. Amy, what else did you see? A young girl. She is very ill, but she doesn't look it. And she likes to freak people out. She likes to get on the beds and um, jump on things. So yeah, she's pretty active. <laughs> Debbie actually had some, what would you call it, a test? We just asked her, can you do something to let us know that you're here? And she did. Yeah, she closed the toy box lid and made the blanket move. And it was like, yeah, here I am. Wow. You saw the girl that obviously Amy knows is here. Uh, how does that make you feel? I, I think the way that you explained it, Amy, when you described her, that's the feeling that I get when I'm up there. Louise Mackey, she was a widow whose husband had died. He was a doctor, but they had a young girl, a daughter. Oh. And daughter had braces on her legs. John Mackey adopted her as his own. So, did you see this girl's face? No, she wouldn't let me. I hate not knowing if Mackie's stepdaughter is this little girl. But at least I know she's not the one terrorizing people around here. The other thing that I saw was this really tall, dark mass. He looked very ominous and very scary. Okay, so at the tour, all of a sudden, this d tall, dark, shadow man figure walks right between us. 
And he stops, turns around and looks straight at me and with these evil looking glowing eyes. And he was so angry. I literally dropped down to my knees and started bawling my eyes out. After that, two, for two weeks, every single night, I had nightmares of him. I had his face in my head. Now, Debbie's seen this thing also. You could feel feel it in the pit of your stomach, you know, his presence. And it, it was terrifying. And it's always that feeling of dread, the feeling of you need to get away from wherever he is and away from him. Both of you have seen the results of the investigation and heard about Amy's walk. The reason you called us in is because you want to know if it's safe or not to be here or what it is. I can't answer that, only Amy can. So, Amy, if you can, please. The man that you saw in the yard cannot hurt you. He's just a practical joker. So I think the best way to approach this is not to fall for it because he thinks it's hilarious. So basically, don't feed into it and he'll wander about. But there are two other issues that do need to be dealt with. And one is the, the girl. Um, she should not be here. She needs to go on. I hate seeing dead children stuck in a location. This little girl needs to move on to a better place. The best way for her to do that would be for another medium to come in to talk to her and hopefully for the medium to um, counsel her into seeing that it's better if she completely goes. Unfortunately, I can't do it because it does take a few days, but I can definitely interview anybody that you find that you feel comfortable with. Um, and then the other one is this nasty lady. She just does not need to be here. The only problem is that would have to be done by through exorcism, which is something I very, very rarely recommend. You know, Amy, I never even heard you say that word before. She does need to leave. This isn't her domain, and she doesn't need to be bothering people but it needs to be done by someone who will make sure that she moves on, not out. There's a big yeah. difference. Most people think only demons need to be exercised, but in some extreme cases, dead people can become so powerful, it's the only way to drive them out of a location. Let me ask you a question, though. Are you gonna listen to what Amy says and what to do? Absolutely, I mean, I, I feel empowered now. Yeah. It's not something that I have to run away from and fear, mm -hmm. and that gives me the power to not be afraid. What about you, Valerie? How do you feel? I was terrified because I thought that he was evil, but now I feel a hundred times better. Oh, good. Good. I almost never recommend an exorcism, but this woman's energy is so negative, there might never be peace in this house until they get rid of her. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.